Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Desotel. Well, as we continue to deal with our physical isolation, I should say, uh, we also need to ensure that our families of the EMSB are able to remain engaged. Certainly, we want the students to remain engaged as much as possible. Parents are fretting. There's a lot of anxiety out there. And also, for students, a lot of anxiety. So joining me today, I'm happy to say, is Jamie Quinn uh, from the EMSB. She is an education consultant. Her specialty is sexuality education, but she volunteered to work on the EMSB website for students and parents. And we'll get into the details in that in just a moment. Also joining us is Alyssa Rossellini. Alyssa is, of course, the board librarian. So, Jamie, let's start with you because you volunteered to help uh, set up the website, which if you go to EMSB, the main page, you'll see a green banner there. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the setup for elementary students and for secondary students, how they can remain engaged during this time. So, Jamie, give us a little bit of background about what happened and how this website came together. Um, as you said, the, on the website, on our main page, you will see that green rectangle that has been revamped um, and changed to service all of our parents and students of the MSB. So we divided and conquered, uh, as we say, in the elementary and secondary levels and split the work up and made sure that we had some great activities set up for our students at all levels. So I think a lot of students probably worry, and parents as well, uh, is this supposed to be part of their curriculum? Or what is the goal for the students using the website and going to either the elementary or to the secondary level? So what we wanted to do is just to engage our students into keeping their brains active in learning. And that doesn't mean just learning from a book right? So they can do daily activities. So on the website, you'll see that many of the activities, there, there could be links to certain educational resources online, baking with their parents at home that involves math. So it's really just keeping the kids engaged into learning so that they don't get into that summer slide as they do in August when they come back from, from summer break. So it's really just keeping their brains active. So I'm in grade five. And I go to the website and then I click and I go to the elementary level. Is there going to be something specific for the grade five, the grade one? Is it divided up into the grade levels? Yes. So what we did is uh, we've divided into kindergarten four and five. So there is a section for the kindergartens. And then we have an elementary section, which is broken down into cycles. So it'll be cycle one, which is our grade one and two, cycle two, and then cycle three. And as well as for secondary levels. So the secondary levels, it is secondary one and through five. So they can go on and they can click into their cycle. So if I'm in grade five, I'm going to click on to our cycle two and go to the subject area that I'm interested in. So if that is math or if that is English or if that is something to do with art, 
then I'm going to go click on that activity. Let's talk for a moment, if we may, about the math section. How is that set up for the different levels? Right. So as I said, for the elementary level, it's, it's based on cycles. And then in the secondary level, what we did is we created a website. So it's a Google site according to uh, levels. So secondary one and through five. So, you know, every week we've, we're trying to up the ante, as we say, to try and make it more challenging. Um, but keeping in mind all of our students, of course, so from all levels. So what we did is we created this Google site where students will be able to go on to the website and click on to secondary one. So there'll be videos uh, with the concepts of the week, and then there'll be a review questions that they can actually look into and do. And then there, there's also um, a challenge question every week that they can do as well. So there's something there for every level. So it's very easily updated, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So every week, again, we're changing things. Um, we've changed the formats. We've changed the fonts to make sure that the, it is all conducive for all of our students, students that are using WordCube, that the font is able to be uh, recognized through WordCube. We have everything in mind. Again, we're working not only with the educational services department, but also with the student services department, which uh, collaborating together makes it a lot easier for all of our students. Alyssa, let's talk a little bit about what you did. Now, parents often have worries about uh, what their children are looking at while they're online. There's a lot of different links that the uh, students and parents can go to. How did those different links, how are they set up, Alyssa? So as far as the educational links, our consultants from the Educational Services Department did a wonderful job uh, putting together a lot of links for their subject areas. And then the team of librarians, which includes two other librarians besides myself, we went through all the links uh, to make sure, of course, that they were working. Uh, but also making sure that they were free resources. Uh, we didn't want our parents to have to pay. So wanted to make sure that there was no advertising for children under 13. So that is per Quebec law. Um, but it's also nice because there are a lot of wonderful websites out there, but sometimes you know, they do have some very distracting advertising or pop-ups, and we wanted to avoid that as well. And tell us a little bit about the virtual library, because there too, um, that's a huge resource for, for students. Give us a little bit of an update on that. Yeah, so the virtual library has actually been around for a couple of years. It started even before I came to the board. Um, it's a wonderful project. And again, you were referencing before that, you know, parents are sometimes worried about what their kids are going to see online. So the virtual library is a combination of free resources, so websites, as well as resources that the board pays for for all of our students. And it's available 24-7. Uh, the ads that I mentioned, so there are no ads on there. Uh, we have everything from ebooks, audiobooks, videos, encyclopedias, um, but all things that have been vetted by the librarian team and/or the consultants. Um, so it is a place where students can get good information, and it's more important now than ever for students to have reliable sources of information. So this is one place they can go to find that. Sometimes passwords are necessary to get to some of these places. How um, have you dealt with that? So for the moment, at least. Uh, we've put the passwords actually in the same box as the resource. So it's very, very clear what parents need to do or what students need to do in order to access the resource. There are their little boxes with the resources, and then the password is listed um, right in that same box. Jamie, with everybody working from home, and sometimes there's only you know one computer in the household, I guess a routine is important. Can you suggest what kind of routine would work for, let's say, 
an elementary student? I mean, I have an elementary child at home as well, so it's a little easy. At the beginning, the first couple of weeks was rough. You know, they felt like they were on vacation for a little bit. But as soon as that phase two came in, as the government said, and we, you know, had the activities up, um, it was a little bit easier to kind of create a routine. So, you know, you sit down with your children and you say, okay, so how can we do this? You know, 30 minutes of this kind of activity, um, take a little break and do something else. So kids are going to refuse or test those boundaries, right? They don't want to have any son, any kind of routine, except they kind of crave it at the same time. So I think it's really necessary to, you know, keep continue some sort of normalcy. So it's really, really important to have some sort of routine where kids are engaged in activities and, you know, that they're going outside and that they are, you know, doing their daily routines as they would on a normal school day. For secondary students, I mean, you know, they're much older. What would you suggest for them to help them get through this? These are, are rough times for them as well, especially in the secondary level. You know, they are, they're, they're questioning themselves. They're questioning their friends. They're, they're in those periods of, you know, puberty and whatnot. So things are, things are really are kind of difficult for them. But again, we need to remember is that they need some sort of normalcy as well. Routine is key. So, you know, if they want to sleep in until 10 o'clock, that's great, but make sure that they're doing some sort of learning during their days. And if that's going on to, you know, an educational link that we've created in the activity, the weekly activities, great, do, do some of those every day. And that's why, you know, when we were deciding on what kinds of activities to do, that we chose activities that would hook them so that they were able to feel like they were part of something and that they could do something and felt good about themselves. For those students who are, you know, maybe anxious or are worried about what's going on in our times and what's going on at home, there's always, and I'm sure, Alyssa, you can vouch for this, is that there are educational links in our website that talk about, you know, kids' help phone. If they need to talk to somebody or if they need to, you know, reach out to somebody for whatever reason, could be emotional support uh, for whatever they're going through. So I think it's really important to keep that stability again in that routine. But if they do need help, know that the support is there and available. That's wonderful. You guys have done such amazing work on this website. Uh, once again, of course, you go to the EMSB, the main website, and you'll see the green banner and you'll click on it. This is for parents and for students. So we've already gotten quite a few comments actually on our Facebook page, and uh, those comments have been mostly positive. So it's really great. So that gives us kind of uh, an idea that there are lots of people that are going on to the website and, you know, whether it's parents and students. So it's really great. So if you have comments, if you have feedback to give us, please, please continue to comment on our Facebook page and we are checking them daily so that we can change any activities or we can, you know, enhance uh, the learning for our students. Jamie, let's start with you. Final word to parents and students? Um, we, you know, we just want to really encourage and motivate as many students as we can to keep them up with some educational activities, to keep their brains fresh. Um, but at the same time, we don't want to overwhelm any of our students. So I just want to say that, that we want to keep them safe and we want to know that they are supported and that we're here to help. And Alyssa, a last word from you, the librarian. Yeah, so I just wanted to mention a few quick resources that parents, uh, families might enjoy from our virtual library. So on the elementary side, we do have a subscription to Tumble Books or the Tumble Book Library, which is a wonderful 
uh, resource. There are over a thousand titles for K to six. They're recorded picture books and chapter books, which are really great. Um, as a bonus, we even have some National Geographic videos, which are wonderful on there. We have Rad de Bibliothèque, and it's a wonderful resource. There are leveled readers for French, and the text is read aloud, and it is read aloud by a human voice, so not a synthetic voice. And it's great, especially for those families where the parents are not francophone at home. So the kids are still hearing um, French and correct French. And as far as high school, we do have a very great resource called Sora. It is an ebook and audiobook platform for all high school students. And right now, because of the current pandemic, there is a special, there are some special collections. So we do have the first Harry Potter book, uh, the book and the audiobook are free for everyone. Uh, so it's unlimited use for all of April. And there's also a young adult new always available collection on Sora as well. And that's also unlimited use. So you could read it with your friends. As many people who want to can check them out. So I would encourage you to take a look. And if you have any questions, you can email us at virtuallibrary um, at emsb.qc.ca. And once again, a reminder, parents, you are not the teacher. You are not to be put in that position. So that's why the website is there. Set up a routine and please give feedback. Jamie Quinn, who is, of course, an educational consultant at the EMSB, and Alyssa is the board librarian at the EMSB. I want to thank you both for your, your work and for joining me here today. You've been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast with Suzanne Desotel. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening.